Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, good morning. It's Wednesday, October 26, 2011. It's the Steve and Lisa Show. I'm Steve. And I'm Lisa. And do we have information today? Is this exciting or what? We've got talk about Reebok lawsuit. The uh, shoe that couldn't, I guess. Uh, so we're going to have a little talk about Reebok lawsuit and uh, some political news. And, of course, as always, some guests. Would you like to talk about who we have coming on this morning? Well, I don't know if anybody tried to listen to the show yesterday. We had some serious technical difficulties. Uh, we got booted out of the show. I don't know, maybe did you forget to pay your bills or hey, something? It could be. Times are tough. Times so, are tough. So we're going we're gonna to play you this Who Saw My Ad. Uh, again, it's it's the gentleman that's um, got the – trying. Well, what the website is what? Well, the the website is who saw my my uh, ad dot com, right? That's their uh, website. So we'll get that teed up for you. But um, that's a uh, company that we talked about a little bit yesterday. That you can basically upload your photos, and uh, they will tell you where you, where your hits, who's seeing your websites, and where your traffic's coming from. You know, it's what we call smarketing, smart marketing, mm-hmm. intelligence, you know, marketing intelligence. Finding out what's going on, you know, where, how, you know, so you can maximize. Once you know what's going on, then you can tweak and refine things. When you don't know what's going on, you have no idea. You're just, you know, a, a boat in the middle of the ocean with no direction. So you can actually go to YouTube and you can find him, and all you need to do is put in "Who saw my ad?" And actually, I'm going to play it now. Wait, wait, wait. Well, what's the website? One more time. It's YouTube. Well, right. So you go to YouTube. And then you put in "Who saw my ad." Okay, I'm going to try that. Okay. YouTube. Who saw my ad? Okay. There we go. All right, go ahead. I'm going to play it. Ready? Let's hear it. Let me tell you a little bit about my problem. It really annoys me when I post a picture in a forum or on Craigslist and I don't know who's viewing it. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not fair, is it? I want to know if the picture I've uploaded is interesting to people around me. You know, I've got plenty of websites, and on all of them, I've got stats that I can view all this information. But, I don't know, if I'm posting in, say, a photography forum, I want to know who is interested in my photos. Well, I want to know where the viewers are coming from, Europe or America. Why am I not privy to this information? And it's exactly the same for Craigslist. If I put up an advert, I don't know who's interested in it. So, that's where this website comes in. I'll put a link right there for you, whosawmyad.com. It's really, really clever. Basically, what you do is very simple. You upload your photo to this website, whosawmyad.com, and you can link it to the forums or Craigslist or wherever. And that way, if someone views your post on the photography forum or Craigslist, you can go back to who saw my ad and find out all the stats on where the views came from. Genius! Why didn't someone think of this before? So, here's the deal. If you want to keep me sane and not angry, sign up to whosawmyad.com right now. For people who post on the internet, it is a 
because he's actually very entertaining. Yeah, I think he could sell those jackets that he's wearing. Uh, those are cool, that's man. Like a, that's like a Adidas, uh, that's like grade school Adidas jacket. Yeah, no, that's cool. So so his website is um, www.whosawmyad.com. Didn't you go yesterday to upload yeah, some pictures? Yeah, uh, I'm here right now. No, I haven't had a chance to do, okay. do that yet. Yeah, so but I am going to try it out. So you definitely got to check him out. Like I said, you can watch him on YouTube. Just put in Who Saw My Ad. And uh, go to his website, www.whosawmyad.com, and check it out. It's actually cool when you can actually see your stats of what's, who's looking at you and who's watching you. And, and what can you say? It's genius. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we've got a sponsor, which we talked quite a, quite a bit about yesterday, but again, our show got uh, kiboshed, so uh, we're going to talk about them again. This is that uh, Jib USA 2011. Yeah, this is Jib USA 2010, actually, is, is what it says here. Jib USA 2010, that's G-I-B USA 2010.posturous.com. Let me spell posturous for you. P-O-S-T-E-R-O-U-S.com. Posturous.com. Let me give you the full name one more time. Jib USA 2010.posturous.com. How do you spell .com? Okay, <laughs> moving on. So you can go to our, our website at Blog Talk Radio if you didn't have a chance to jot that down. We have the link there for you. But um, check it out. It's kind of a uh, spiritual, I would say, political sort of uh, website where you can get various information on those kinds of topics. Um, you know, looking here, there, it talks about, um, you know, don't let the media tell you this is going to blow over. Okay, so... Uh, it talks about remember Martin Luther King, remember Mahatma Gandhi, remember Mother Teresa. Seldom does the opportunity for your change come down so close to the common man. Make your mark, make your move, or go empty-handed. So it's kind of inspirational, motivational. Uh, it's got some political insights and um, talks about some of these things. Um, there is a um, thing about... Um, um, the, the one one passage here says, be a rock star in the eyes of a child just by posting or joining the site on your Facebook page or other linkable places you have. So you can go in and, you know, friend, you know, put this, put these links up on your site and, you know, help out on that. Uh, he talks about an American recovery program. There's a, uh, some information up there on that. So like I said, there's a bunch of really good information on here, things to look at, things you ought to be putting your eyeballs on, and, and if you got some comments, it looks like you can post some comments on the site. So um, check that out. It's jibusa2010.posturus.com. And um, he's got you know, a bunch of different links and just, just infor informational stuff, it's, you know, encouragement, um, you know, not to give up. You know, when, when some bad things happen, you know, they, you, know, you can be defined by them or you can make a change to them. So it's good, good yeah. stuff. There's just a lot of stuff on his site, but check it out. And, again, what Steve said is that on our Blog Talk Radio, we have his link that you can actually access his site from because it's kind of a long uh, URL. Yeah, and uh, here, here's another uh, quote off his website. And, um, you know, like I said, it gives you a feel for what kind of information you're going to get here. Uh, it says, I promote, all, I promote causes free of all discrimination. 
causes that cover needy children, seniors, and animals in harm's way. Who I am is of little matter. What you can do here with little or no money of your own is amazing. You see, by even people who have little or nothing to give can still pass on what I call the vital torch of hope. As long as the torch is in motion, there will always be hope worldwide. I will never ask you for one dime for myself as I live off my own small pension. As a wise man once said, live long and prosper. Nice. So, you know, <coughs> excuse me. So, you know, it kind of tells you where he's coming from, the kind of things on his mind. And, um, you know, if you're looking for more, like I said, that spiritual feel-good message um, with some, some helpful information here, check it out, giveusa2010.posturist.com. And, again, we have the link on our, our website, and there it is. Yeah, so, yeah, good good stuff, but definitely check them out. And uh, as far as the show today, we've got a guest. Um, we've got Cognitive Films. I know we talked about them on Friday in extents, but the, yeah. the gentleman that owns the company wants to get you know come on. And, good, good. Yeah, so he's going to be on here about 1030 today. And uh, we might have another guest, uh, Karen Goler. Goler? Goler, yeah. Goler. Yes. She is. Uh, she's apparently she's written several books. Uh, she had cancer at age 24, and I believe it's just her journey and how she's been able to overcome her cancer and survived. And she's written several books. She's trained uh, athletes and gymnasts since 1985 or yeah. something. So it's just her, kind of her inspirational story of, you know. Again, we talk about this all the time. When, when something bad happens to you, you can either lay down and let it define you to let it take over your life, or you can actually do something about it. And, I mean, it's, it's interesting because a friend that I, or a gentleman I used to work with, his wife, she's battling cancer. She's, you know, can't be more than 44 if that. She's had, you know, breast cancer. And with the on, on the e, e News, that Julian Rancic, she's, what, 36, 37 yeah, breast yeah. cancer. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. So this is this is nice to see people that you know, are dealing with these kind of ailments or illnesses and they do something bigger and be- bigger than, than it because they're not going to let it let it take over. So hopefully we're going to have her on. Yeah, that's awesome. We're looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, you know, being an ex-athlete myself, I, I like to hear these sort of motivational stories. It's always something you can get out of this, get you pumped up and make you feel good. And Do you, do you consider a water boy as an athlete? Okay, <laughs> moving on. This uses the... Uh, Okay. Anyway, moving on. It's very, very funny. Kitty. Very, very funny. He played for the Cincinnati in fact, Reds. In fact, that's genius, I would say. He played for the Cincinnati Reds. I'm just giving him a hard time. Anyway, so let's move on. And, um, yeah, Fresno yeah. Hall of Fame. Wall yes, of Fame. Yes, yes, yes. Very impressive. Yes. You are, you are, you're actually a very colorful uh, man. Very colorful. I mean, yes. you really are. You're one of those guys, and he, he's a perfect example of... You know what? He's never given up. He is. He's probably had every single job known to man, and except for maybe a garbage person, garbage man. Have you ever heard of him? No, but I, I cleaned out the garbage at a gas station. Okay, well that's. Uh, but I'm not, and I'm not exaggerating. He's had almost every job known to man. Hey, I was working since I was tw- uh, 12 years old, I think, selling lizards at the at the Rose Bowl. I was selling pet lizards at the Rose Bowl. It was my first job. And then uh, I sold pocket knives also at the at the Rose Bowl. He was a chef, a cook. Cook. Yes, and uh, yeah, did, he I used did. to scrape latex out of uh, latex trucks on the inside. 
I used to work in assembly line floors. Um, all sorts uh, of things. You I could were go a on paper boy? Lots of different sales jobs. Yes, I was a paper boy. Right. Um, I had a very established route. A mover? Worked for a moving company. Um, yep, executive moving, which I actually enjoyed the job. Uh, actually enjoyed moving, and I knew when my day started, and I knew when my day ended, and uh, I slept great. Nice. So I liked well, the job. And, and we got pretty decent tips because we were doing executive moving oh. as opposed to just, you know, moving someone out of their apartment. We relocated executives. So typically we get some pretty nice tips out of it. Any cute girl? Um, you know, one or two here and there, but, um, you know, I was focused on the job. You know, that's how I am. I know. Okay. So, so let's, uh, can I talk a little bit about, because it's what, we're probably going to have cognitive films on here in about 15 minutes, but I was reading regarding the Republican race, and apparently businessman Herman Cain is now on top of the Republican White House hopefuls. Herman Cain. He said he's squeaking past um, Mitt Romney, and uh, he, I guess uh, they they did a they conducted 1,600 adults and 1,400 interviews, and this is where they came up with these kind of numbers. I guess Kane is uh, gathering about 25% of the supporters. Romney's at 21%, and uh, poor, poor um, let's see, Perry is uh, down at 6%. I mean, he's just, I think his, his last, uh, that last debate just did him in, and he was just such an a-hole. Really? So I, I agree with you. So McCain's winning. Hey, everybody. Hey. Okay, yeah, so I guess, that, yeah, so we, I need to start calling him Kane. I'm so okay, fixated so, on McCain. So here, here's how they in order. We've got Kane number one. we got Romney, two. We got um, Gingrich has got 10% uh, of the voters. Uh, so he's next. And then we got Ron Paul at 8%. We got, uh, whoa, we got Perry at 6 we got uh, Bach Bachman. Whoa, she's uh, she's pulling the big two percent. Wow. No, 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 no. Well, let me see. It says Minnesota Bachman, former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santrum. That's who that was. I don't yeah, know who it was. Right. And that's former right. government uh, Utah Huntsman were at the back of the pack with two percent, one percent, and one percent respectively. Wow. So yeah, but you know what's interesting? We talked about some. We talked about this, this this weekend with some friends of ours. You know, they're they're talking about how the problem with Kane's 999 deal is that people that are already paying in the excess of like a 31% tax, most of those people are probably like small business owners, and apparently your your business is going to be taxed like like there's going to be certain areas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you keep it down in the audience here, the crowd doesn't like that. There, there's going to be a certain tax that you're going to have to pay a little bit more on, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to it's going to even out that you, you know you are going to be paying less taxes. So less now, taxes. But here's what's interesting. So now Perry's out there toting that he's going to try and do a fixed tax. So now they're all kind of trying. Oh, yes. Now they're now they're what they're trying to do is they're trying to all piggyback off on what Kane's doing because he's getting all the all the you know he's getting all the hype and everything. So it's just interesting, you know. It's interesting. It's like, hey, have a game plan. Stick with your game plan. Don't be cop a copycatter. Yeah. I mean, this is just goofy. I mean, this is why people hate politics because you know you can't. Except just, you, you love politics. Well, I like politics because I mean, when you get somebody that's the 
it does what they say they're going to do, and and instead you get these puppets that go out there. I mean, Mitt Romney can't answer a damn question for to save his damn life. I mean, he just he's a puppet. He just talks. Da 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 da. You ask him a question, he he just tries to pitch himself. That that drives me nuts. And that's that's people. You know what I mean? That's how people are sometimes. You know, you meet people that are just super genuine. You meet people that are just you. I don't say fake, but just kind of like that. You know, just they're always trying to like um, image image control or something. Anyway, this, this is what happens when I start talking about politics. It drives me crazy. Again, my blood pressure goes up and everything else. But anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up and and uh, and interesting. So that's that, that was as of yesterday. Uh, so who knows what's going on today? But uh, you know, it's going to be an evolving. So Kane's going to win it all. That he's in the league right now. Wow. Yeah. So all anyway. Right. There you have it. So people want some. We people want something new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So what's 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 on your mind today? I think uh, I've been nothing, kind of taking over just, the conversation just right my, now. Just my job and the things I have to get done today and. Yeah. Um. You know. Um. What's what's going on in the business world? <coughs> business world. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you know, in in the foreclosure land, did we uh, just recently posted some blogs about some some of the tougher cases that have come down against homeowners, the Ferguson, the Fontenot, and the Gomes case. So you can check those out on Foreclosure Defense Resource Center, and uh, we will be working on the, we're going to do video case briefs on these um, this Thursday. I'll be shooting the video case briefs for foreclosurewarrior.com, which is uh, our site for basically training attorneys on these cases and and things like that. So you can check that out on foreclosurewarrior.com. And again, there's some good stuff there. I mean, it's it's good stuff. So, yep. You're listening to the Steve and Lisa show. If you have something on your mind, don't be shy. Call in and say your piece. Lines are open now at 877-774-3195. Once again, call us now at 877-774-3195. And now, back to the Steve and Lisa Show. All right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so we were talking. We were talking about this uh, Reebok lawsuit. Well, yeah, yeah. Tell me about the shoe. You're, you're a... You're an avid shopper. You've seen the ads. You what are they on TV and print print ads? Oh yeah, I mean it's, it, it, here and here's what the ad was, which is so funny. But it, kind of backing up a little bit, it's, it's funny because they've got the Reebok shapers and then they've got those uh, these flip flops that are supposed to be for you know to try and improve your physique per se. But I think the Reebok and you you talk about the lawsuit, but I think what it, what it was it was a picture of a girl with the tennis shoes on. And with this great butt, I mean, like super, I mean, super, super fit. And so you, you can thought, we use the words buttocks, please? So okay. you stay out of harm's way of the FAA. Okay, so a buttocks, buttocks, buttocks. and the buttock. And um, I mean, just like you, 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 that's all you saw was just this this great rear end. You're going, if I can get that, I'm buying these tennis shoes. And did you buy a pair? I did not, because my 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 buttocks already looks like that. Oh. oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Moving on. So it just—I mean, I thought it was so funny, but it, it did draw you in. I mean, it was print ads; it was everywhere, and obviously, we had some—you uh, know—buyers and and uh, I, you can tell, you even talk about the lawsuit. I don't even know how it came about. What happened? Was it a class 
Class action? What was the deal? Um, no, no, no. This was a, a lawsuit by the FTC, oh, really? which is the Federal Trade Commission. Basically, one of the functions they do is police the market marketplace to see if uh, there's false advertising going on. And they have their advertising rules, false advertising rules, and they uh, where, where they see you know usually a bigger company um, doing something false uh, advertising and making money on it, then they'll file a lawsuit. In this case, they did. And Reebok um, was accused of false advertising for these toning shoes. And basically what the FTC does is they say, you know, if you're doing advertising, then you need to be able to substantiate the claims that you're making. In other words, you need to be able to back up what you're saying. And I think Reebok had done some uh, testing, so quote-unquote testing, that was, you know, trying to show uh, one of their claims were that these easy tone shoes, which I, I think are about 90 bucks. Uh, and I thought they were 100 and something. Yeah, might, maybe more. I don't know. Um, give you 28% more strength and tone in the buttocks and 11% more strength and tone in the hamstring and the calf muscles. So apparently they had done some sort of internal testing, <laughs> uh, which, which was, how I guess, how they were going to substantiate their claims that these shoes... Um, you know, basically what they're claiming is they have like this unstable sole. I don't know if you ever picked up a pair, mm -mm. <clears throat> but the sole is supposed to be, you know, somewhat unstable so that it requires you to use more muscle to keep Kinda yourself. Kind of like springs? Well, they're just saying that it would, no, I mean, if you can imagine, like if you had a shoe and on the bottom of the shoe was jelly. Okay. Uh, jello, let's say, you know, real firm kind of jello, you know, that kind of thing, it would require you to use more muscle to try to keep yourself from falling over. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. And so what they're saying is based on that, based on this flexible, unstable sole that they have, it would require you to use 28% more strength, and to, which would give you more toning in, in the buttocks, mm -hmm. and 11% more strength and toning in the, in the calf and the hamstring because you're, you're constantly trying to keep your, you know, your, um, keep yourself upright, I guess, is the way to look at it. So that was their testing, and at the end of the day, as most lawsuits go, um, Reebok agreed to pay $25 million, $25 million, uh, for, to, in an effort to avoid protra a protracted legal battle. How much? $25 million. So, so are, do the people that bought the shoes get that money? Well, yeah, basically what it's supposed to be is, is the FTC states that the money will go to refunds for some unsatisfied consumers. Well, what if, like, somebody got a nicer Botox and they say, you know, I think it works? Well, if that's how they feel, then they could fight the claims, you see, but they don't want to, as opposed to fighting the claims, which uh, probably at the end of the day is a shoe, is a shoe really going to uh, thin your buttocks and your and strengthen your half? Kevin Hansing, the, 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 the uh, advertising they used was that compared to normal running shoes, this is what it's going to do do to you. So, you know, what do they compare it against? I mean, do they compare it against a Nike shoe? Do they compare it against a, te a tennis court shoe? What do they compare it to? You know what I mean? So, um, anyway, who knows? But, um, you know, that uh, $25 million settlement shows you how things work, and advertising needs to be truthful, and um, in the case of, Advertising these products needs to be substantiated, and I guess at the end of the day, they felt they couldn't meet that burden, and so uh, they pulled out the checkbook.
the lawsuit of the Batoks. So. Well, interesting. This is kind of not not kind of in lines of lawsuits. You know, everybody calls us about, hey, you know, would Steve ever do a class action lawsuit and blah 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 blah. And I always say to people, I don't. Steve think, has no class. <laughs> I always say to people, the the funny thing about class action lawsuits is the only ones that get rich are the attorneys. We don't do class action here at our office, but. So here, here's a perfect example. I think Wachovia got sued, and you, it was a they got sued, a big class action lawsuit. Everybody jumped on for these option arm loans, these really pick a pay, pick a pay loans. You know about that? I mean, do you know the story behind that? Yeah, yeah. But basically, it was a, it was a Wachovia class action lawsuit, uh, a lawsuit against Wachovia, and it had, there was varying claims in there. I won't go into detail, but <clears throat> I was talking to. A, a friend who told me that basically there was a lawsuit and it settled, and uh, I said that's that's awesome. I said what it settled for, and I think he said um, I want to say I don't remember the exact settlement amount. Maybe it's like a hundred million dollars or something. Mm-hmm. And I said uh, that's awesome. I'm like mm-hmm. what'd you get? Mm-hmm. And he said five hundred bucks. Some people. And I was like <laughs> I was like wow. So and this is what's crazy. I mean you know. People know this, and yet they still hop on class action lawsuits because, you know, it's basically it's a chance to get some free money. It may not, you know, it may not be much, but you know, it's the kind of funny the people that you know pin their hopes and think there's going to be yeah, some gigantic. Yeah, like a big payout. Yeah, it settled for 100 million. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to get like 50,000. You know, that would be meaningful. Well, but I, you know, it it doesn't in a lot of cases doesn't play out that way. And you know, obviously, usually there's a lot of legal fees that go on and are involved in these and. You know, attorneys deserve to be paid for their work. So, you know, but this is how that's the economics of uh, litigation. And, you know, how else do you go take on gigantic companies um, and stop them for what to certain people are just relatively minor things? So, you know, that's what the class action is well, for. Well, but isn't it, isn't it, so like, so the settlements will say, you know, $2 million, and then And then the attorneys get paid their percentage of that they negotiated. Yeah. And then, the, and then on top of that, then don't they get paid that, and then they get their fees paid for, and then well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, left. you know, it, it you know, it depends on what you know what the retainer agreements say, and then it depends on you know sometimes the judge has to approve these things. So it's not as if it's a runaway train. Um, you know, it gets perceived that way sometimes, but you know, lots of times you're dealing with claims that are are going to otherwise go uh, unlitigated because nobody can afford. To litigate, you know, some of these smaller claims. Right. So it's the mechanism that's there. It may not be perfect. Uh, most people want litigation jackpot, but you know, it may not be perfect. But it's a chance to remedy the wrongs, and um, you know, that's how that's how it goes. And that's how it went in this case. Portions of the show are sponsored by the law offices of Steve Vondren. If you're starting a business, selling a business, need a social media lawyer, or have other business or real estate legal matters. You can find us on the web at attorneysteve.net. That's www.attorneysteve.net. Portions of the show. Oh, there he goes again. All right. Fast fingers, Freddie. Fast so, so yeah, but it's, but what's interesting is, so your friend got up what five hundred? Mm-hmm. I've heard like three people got a hundred and seventy-eight dollar check. Yeah. But here's what's interesting about class actions. Because I have, you know, AT&T, I got, I got a letter one day from AT&T saying, hi, there's a class action, you want to get involved. Basically, you sign your name, you send it back, whatever, you get a check. But I did do one for Mercedes, 
years ago, uh, two plus years ago, I got a check for what fifteen hundred dollars. Wow. But I mean, it's totally different with those kind of things. Because, well, it depends on the case. Well, I know, but but these people thought these homeowners thought that they were going to get like an ex can I talk? An excess of like a hundred thousand plus dollars. They thought that they would be somehow compensated for these crappy loans that they got put into. Well, and like we, I said, it depends. It's like these mass joinder lawsuits. It depends how in the foreclosure context. You know, it depends how they're being marketed. You know, if you're up front with people, you know, it's that's great. But if you're telling people, you know, I'm going to get your house. I'm going to get it down to market value. I'm going to, you know, come on. I mean, you know, that you know, I don't think that has happened to this date. And that's how these mass joinder lawsuits were marketed, and that people went for them. They're like, what? You know, four or five thousand dollars, and I can achieve that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Let's I mean, do they, it. You know, and they did tell them. They told them that they could get it down to principal about uh, market value. They get, you know, monetary monies. And and ironically, the attorney general has sued this group that's doing these mass joiners. And actually, have you even followed that at all? No, I haven't. Uh, there's a, uh, I think, um, I think a couple of the attorneys are being disbarred. And then Before. I think that I think there's a, as far as I know. I believe there's a receiver set up on one or two of the cases trying to collect money and get it back to the uh, homeowners or whatever. But what it is is all the there, there was four attorneys, and if you call the the companies or the law offices or whatever, there are people assigned to each of those attorneys. But as far as the businesses are concerned, I don't know how that's set up. Um, but we have you know had people call us saying, hey, I paid this law firm. I don't know what to do now. My case is in limbo. Apparently, we got a letter from somebody, or somebody got a letter from the state bar, basically saying if you have, you know, you paid this particular attorney or law firm, um, you can you can come to our offices and pick up your your file. I mean, these guys they just they're like dead in the water. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going to happen. There's another company, another law firm that I think is some is, is part of it. Um, and you know they're they're kind of under investigation, but you know the guys keep on defending themselves. I don't know. Anyway, interesting. Um, just beware, beware. Uh, As always, do your homework before you uh, give your money, and um, make sure you you research them and know what you're know what you're doing. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy. People can say anything they want, but the question is, what can they what can they deliver? You know, somebody says they can do this or that for you. You know, check them out on the web. Uh, what what is what, what's out there? Check the the BBB online. Sometimes you can find some information there. And if you're California, uh, there was a bill law that was passed in 2009, SB94. Yeah. Oh yeah, SB94. Um, you know that uh, talks about advance fees and modifications. The bottom line here is, you know, like I said, we can slice it and dice it any way we want, but. Do your research before you're handing your hard-earned money over to people and make sure that, you know, you've verified them and checked them out, that they're actually someone who may be able to do something for you. So, um, anyway, so that's kind of uh, the uh, big tip for today. But, the, you know, that's, you know, with the Internet out there now, this is your your daily duty. I mean, so many people rely on the Internet now, but you got to check your sources, who you're dealing with. I mean, who's... You know, who's if it's a if it's an attorney back company, is there an attorney there? I mean, there's so many things that you have to look into. So um, anyway, so uh, it looks like we have one of our callers in today. I think we'll just head on into that if we can. Hi, good morning. You're on the Steve and Lisa show. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you doing? How y'all doing? 
Good, how are you? Doing fine. How are you? Good, good. Who is this? Uh, this is Carson, Cognitive Films. Hey, Carson. How are yeah, you, Carson? We, uh, we've actually talked a lot about your company. Yeah, and, I heard uh, it last I, I heard yeah, it glad- the other day. It was great. Um, you know, he couldn't set it better myself. <laughs> well, that's oh, really? Good. Yeah. Well, you do. You do awesome work. First of all, I mean, uh, really love that video that you did. Uh, we were talking. You have a bunch of samples online. The one we were looking at was the real estate one, which was just, you know, just beautiful. Yeah, that's. Um, yeah, I heard y'all saying uh, something about. Uh, that video that video runs a little long i would say that um one of the things i've learned is you know, the tension span no matter how interested you are i mean it unless you can keep the ball rolling it's it's usually uh, 7 minutes is a little long so we kind of uh started cutting them down to 3 minutes or less uh just because you know now is that what you found that uh you know, people's attention span, they want it shorter, quicker, they want the message more like, you know, TV style. Yeah, part of it is research because I have seen um, quite a few studies. I wish I could point to them online right now, but uh, uh, quite a few articles just talking about, uh, you know, attention spans, length of video, things like that. And plus, you know, when you're doing, um, when you're editing a video, unless you have just great material, uh, there's a tendency to want, if you have a lot of good materials, the tendency you want to put it all in there and it starts to get redundant, even though you're editing and you think, well, gee whiz, this is awesome. Uh, you know, we want to throw everything in the kitchen sink in. Um, the truth is, you know, when you finally show it to someone, this is just my personal experience showing someone, you know, I have people, you know, if I'm, if my client is getting a little shifty in the seat whenever they're trying to watch their own video, could you imagine what the, uh, what their audience would be doing? You know, it's not, it has to stay interesting, so you can't be too redundant. Um, mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so you essentially, uh, what you do, uh, your your website is cognitivefilms.com, and just so we can get it out there, what's the best way somebody can reach you? Um, I guess by phone uh, would be a good place to start, so we can talk about things. We do have this uh, package deal where it's um, uh, we kind of made a price point, but you know everybody's different and their needs are different so we kind of try to flesh it out beforehand we do have a, a contact form on the website and everything like that you know we um any way you can you know there's a million ways to get in touch you know phone email or um email info at cognitive films or you can go to our facebook page that's up through there but bottom line is after that after that happens is we send a creative brief and it's sort of like like well we want to talk about it really quick and so just to kind of get an idea of what you want, and then um, we send this creative brief that kind of asks, you know, what are your main competitive advantages? What do you absolutely need to get across? You know, what separates you from everyone else? Um, what, uh, you know, what inspired you to start your business? And I kind of like try to get them to at least provide me with a few, you know, sentences to get the ball rolling so I'll know how to craft questions. Um, that will be, you know, relevant and get the best uh, sort of story. And then from there, we're going to go and interview them and um, get a little story together. And uh, after, you know, it's sort of like a casual conversation um, is how we uh, we interview. And it's like maybe 20 minutes of actual conversational interview. But mm-hmm. we try to cut it down to like two minutes, two to three minute long video. 
So we only take the gold from that conversation and like construct a little story out of it. I mean, sometimes completely rearranging sentences and things like that. So. Okay. So awesome. So you take kind of a consultative approach. Every account is unique and try to really get down to what you're really trying to convey in these videos and make sure that you're sending out a good, nice, short, sweet message. Is that kind of how, that's what I'm hearing? I just think that today people need to have videos that uh, at least, you know, cover what your website covers. You know, people want to read, go read through your website. Um, wouldn't you rather have, I, I mean, if I had the choice, I would rather push a play button and then sit back and watch. It's kind of like almost uh, been infused in our DNA for the last, you know, 50, 60 years to watch television and, you know, be entertained. Uh, so I think, you know, if when posed with a question, would you rather watch a video to get all this information from your site or have to go read through your about page, read through your services page, read through all these things? So the videos are supposed to accomplish that. They're supposed to, like, sort of um, give an overview of your business. And so that's kind of like what uh, I think a lot of small businesses need, at least. Um, Sorry, so you, do you focus on the small businesses, or do you, can you tell us tell us some of the other uh, projects that you do work on? Well, I just finished editing a um, a video for a master plan community in Houston, Cross Creek Ranch, and they have a. Uh, it's sort of like the developer. I spoke to their four, I guess would you say head honchos of the development. They talked about you know all the. Uh, sustainable landscaping, uh, all of the, you know, the, the the amenities that went into the community. And we kind of, and I went out and shot B-roll of the entire community and we put together sort of like a, a little um, story about this uh, mini master plan community. I mean, it's a pretty big master plan community, um, but it's, you know, it's just sort of like an overview. I haven't seen anything similar to that in that industry I mean, you see a lot of lifestyle-type videos where people have slow-motion shots of people walking their dog and canoeing and stuff like that, but nothing that really gives sort of like, here's the people behind the whole project, here's what they tried to do and they accomplished, here's what they made, how they made it different, you know, um, here's the landscape architects they employ to, to make it, so here's the water quality basin that they installed and, you know, all the details that, you know, are kind of lost in the website get put on the homepage and into this five-minute-long documentary on their community. So, and before that, the way I got involved with it was, um, <clears throat> well, if you care to know, um, yeah, yeah I, I was working, with, and this is what I fell in love with it. Um, I was working with a, a community for adults with disabilities in Houston um, called Brookwood Community, and they have a They've been open for 25 years, but they have this amazing backstory, and, and, and it's like a community, like 150 adults with different um, disabilities, like cerebral palsy and um, uh, autism, and uh, oh. all kinds of uh, in any, everything in between. You know, you even have people who are, have combination of these um, different disabilities, and you know, this is a place for adults to work um, and, and actually have a life. Um, where they have a real job and real friends, real activities and everything. But they're all kind of on this one community, and um, it's a nonprofit, and it's just like this. It's like heaven on earth when you walk through. So oh, they right. wanted someone to sort of tell their story, and I didn't even know what this place was, but they gave me a tour. They said, tell, I said, we want someone to um, – we, we're making a welcome center, 
and we want people to sort of get the whole background. So could you, we want to put up some displays on the wall. And someone told us that you can do some flash displays and things like that. And I was like, uh, sure. So I started walking through and getting a little tour. And I saw, like, I walked into a room and there were like 30 different people sitting there with different types of disabilities, all working and making these little Christmas ornaments and crafts and stuff. And I was like, whoa. And they were all just got up and they were all excited that I was there. And it was just like this warm greeting. And I was like, wow, this place is amazing. And I said, you know, you, what you need is a video of these people. You know, you don't need to tell us anything. You just need to show what they're doing. And one thing led to another. They said, okay, whatever you want to do. And uh, so I went out there and I, shot the video with that 7D, beautiful camera, 24P mode, lots of depths of field in there, like, just looks great. And originally wanted to do a montage, but ended up making a whole, like, interviewing them on the side, and then ended up turning it into this whole, like, 45-minute long documentary. And that's what, that's, you know, that's where it really got to me. I was like, this is everything. This is what I want to do. You know, this is want to tell these stories about places. This was a nonprofit too. They had a real great purpose behind what they did, and that's kind of what I'm hoping to do is pull purpose out of people. Like, what do you do beyond making money? You know, like that. You know, get that. Right. <clears throat> well, that's awesome. So, so now, um, now we can reach you. Is this uh, your number? This five one two number is that the best number for you? Uh, yes. That's uh, there's a five one two number. Well, I have a, a Samantha Scott. She's also uh, she'll probably answer the phone if you call that one. She's uh, she works with me, and we um, we both shoot together and edit together and everything like that. So she'd probably be the one to answer the phone. And so, so the number is five one seven nine five four six zero zero two. That's right. Okay, and if if you wanna if the uh, listeners if you wanna go to his website, it's cognitivefilms.com. That's C O G N I T I V films.com, and you gotta check it out. He's got you got some awesome stuff. Like I said, Steve and I were super super impressed. Now, one question for you: If someone doesn't live in Texas, can they still use your services? Yeah, we have the base fifteen hundred dollar price for local businesses in Austin, but you know, of course. Uh, be willing to travel. I mean, of course, there'll be traveling costs involved, but, you know, if you can find someone who does similar work in your area, more power to you, but, um, you know, just if you did the math, you know, it might even be worth um, the extra travel costs. So, um, and it might, you know, we'd have to make a custom quote for anyone outside the area. Okay. And that's no big deal. And now this is all HD, high-definition video, right? I mean, I, I can't imagine it's not. It's so darn clear. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, 280 I mean, it's, it's as high-definition as it gets um, for, like, at least television, 1080p. Um, yeah, it's, you know, we just use, like, DSLR cameras. Um, and, you know, you're going to be seeing a lot more of that lately uh, in the coming years because, you know, the quality is just shooting through the roof in terms of what you can get, but the only downfall is your sound. You know, when you when you buy, like, go buy a 7D or a, or, or something like that, you're you're going to have sound issues, so we have to record our sound separately. Okay. And that's that's where you see that quality. And plus, you know, photography background, things like that, we have to, you have to sort of have a little bit of photography background to shoot that level, but um, not much. You know, honestly, I've only been at it for a couple of years, so... Well, your work is uh, very, very nice, very, very professional, and I would encourage anybody that has any video needs, which, as you mentioned, 
just about everybody nowadays. I know I have a, a bunch of videos out there myself, um, but there's so many different uses of video now. But uh, to not have good quality professional video, uh, and it's affordable. I mean, in, you know, you know, probably in the old days, uh, it would have been difficult to get anything like this done and produced. Uh, but you're, you've got an initial uh, fees as low as fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, that makes it worthwhile. That makes it where somebody can actually afford to get some nice quality video on their website. And this stuff gets passed around. It's uh, it's viral. You know, this is how once you create a video, it's out there forever. I mean, as long as you want to keep it out there, and the more it gets passed around and looked at, uh, the more possibilities you have to either you know build your brand image or drive people to your website, whatever you're trying to do. So kudos to you. Keep up the good work. That's cognitivefilms.com. Carson, thank you for coming on today. It was a great pleasure speaking with you, and I wish you right, thanks, guys. success. Yeah, great. Thanks. Good, good show. Keep up the good work. Okay, you thanks. bet. Okay, thank you, Carson. All right, bye. Bye now. All right, that's awesome. Yeah, If it, and honestly, uh, and I know we have different guests on our show, but the proof's in the pudding here. Yeah, go, to, go to cognitivefilms.com. That's cognitivefilms.com. And check out some of the samples. If you disagree, I'd like to know why. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's some really nice professional corporate video. Um, and like I said, in this day and age, he's right. Uh, we are, if we haven't always been, I think we are a visual learner society. Mm -hmm. I know I am for sure. I like to see videos. In fact, this Friday, this Thursday, I'm shooting video case briefs mm -hmm. uh, on some of the foreclosure cases for my foreclosurewarrior.com. And there's videos. Why? Because this is what people want. They want to. They want to see it. They want to touch it. They want to pause it when they, you know. Sometimes reading is is a lot of hard work. But when somebody's there, just telling you the information, you can see it. You can internalize it. You know, that's what that's that's the really the power of video. So and and like I said, to have a chance to go viral and get things out there, uh, it's great, folks. Check it out one last time. Cognitivefilms.com. See for yourself if, if this is what you're looking for. I think you're going to like what you see. Nice, nice. Well, um, we got. Do you have anything else going on? Um, you know, not really. I think that's um, you know winding it down. I guess Karen's not going to call well, in you today. Know what? Actually, here's the deal because she and I have had a hard time trying to uh, connect times and what have you. So I think what I'd like to do is just talk about her. You know, kind of her site, her book. Why don't you talk about that? Well, yeah, I mean, what I see here, um, the book is Lymphedema. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm not a doctor. Uh, lymphedema, sentenced to life in bed, but I escaped. Sentenced to life in bed, but I escaped. So, you know, she's a survivor. She's uh, somebody that was diagnosed with cancer, had to deal with that. I mean, at 24, I mean, can you imagine, um, you know, I've, I've, had, I've had one friend in particular that, he was diagnosed with cancer, I think, when he was 14 or 15. That, that's about as young as I, as, I, as I... I mean, you know, obviously it, it hits all ages. But, I mean, you know, to have to deal with that at such a young age, um, you know, you, you can only imagine the powerful message she has to tell, and I'd, I'd love to hear it and love to talk with her. But, um, you know, and, uh, you know, she says sentenced to life in bed, I'm assuming... She was told that um, she would never work again, and, um, you know, how you overcome that. I mean, how do you overcome something like that? I mean, can you imagine somebody giving you that news? No. But uh, she has found a way and a method and a plan, and her inspiration, her story, will hopefully inspire other people 
so that other people say, wow, you know, when, when crappy things happen in this life, you know, there are ways to overcome it. It doesn't mean you're, doesn't mean you're kaput for good. You have a chance to, to take it into your own hands, and I'd love to hear her story and what she did to beat the odds and, and everything else. Well, and just she's got a blog, apparently, that she does. It's called blog.karengoyler.com. Yeah, let me spell that. It's Karen, K-A-R-E-N. Sometimes there's different spellings of that. And uh, Goyler, and I believe it's G-O-E-L-L-E-R. And so if you Google Karen, K-A-R-E-N, Goyler, G-O-E-L-L-E-R, uh, I think you'll find her book, and you might need to type in... Uh, Diet and Health or uh, Lymphedema, but you'll, I'm sure you'll find her on the web. Go ahead. Well, her insur- like her blog is blog.karengoyler.com. She also has a website. She has www.swingsetfitness.com and www.gymnasticstuff.com. Yeah, so I think she gets in, which is great. Like I said, being a former athlete myself, I'd like to hear some of the things she does, but there's definitely... Uh, you know, behind so much, so much accomplishment in this in this world really is, is is really attitude, confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of these intangible things mm-hmm. that you know maybe you're not born with that you can develop. And so, uh, you know, it's not necessarily something you have to have. It's you know the will to succeed, mm-hmm. the drive, the motivation, all these things that are behind what we see as success. Right. Um, well, so. let me let me just read her little. Uh, there's, I have a little blurb about her, which is really interesting. She says she has educated thousands in the fitness and gymnastics industry with her books, articles, and in person. She has been training athletes since 1978 and adults since 1985. She is the author of more gymnastics book than anyone in the United States. She is bursting with information that she needs to share with you. Karen started writing books after she was involved in an accident in 2000 and suffered permanent spinal damage. She stopped coaching gymnastics and left her advertising job. To remain involved in gymnastics and fitness, Karen turned to writing. I felt, this is a quote from her, I felt like I had a ton of information in my head that was not being used. I knew it was the perfect time to pass on this knowledge and writing books was a perfect avenue. Her first book was called Over 75 Drills and Conditioning Exercise, was used to create countless successful fitness and gymnastics training programs, including CrossFit. Her books have been called the most useful on the market. Karen's most recent books are the Swing Set Fitness books. They were completed, well, let's see, uh, they were completed with a physical education teacher and a longtime athlete. It wasn't until the Swing Set Fitness book that Karen started to make good progress in her physical rehabilitation. Karen started, shared, I finally felt like myself again. I knew I was getting stronger, mentally and physically. When I asked if she is healed from the accident, Karen replied, I am still injured, but that no longer defines me, like what we've talked about. Right. So she's been on, I mean, she's appeared on Good Morning America, Good Day New York, Eyewitness News, New York Views. Um, newspapers. She's uh, she's just she's all over the place telling her story. She's got a great story. Like we've said in the past, you know you gotta you gotta take control over your life, your health, your fitness, everything. And uh, you know this is just awesome. So uh, you probably could even get her book on Amazon. What's well, the- I see she's here on Lulu.com. L U L U. Check that out. L U L U.com. Type in uh, Karen Goler. 
lymphedema. Mm-hmm. That's L-Y-M-P-H-E-D-E-M-A. Sentenced to life in bed, but I escaped. So check that out. And, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, that's good stuff. I mean, honestly, um, you know, some of the books that, that I do like to read are these, you know, some people would call it self-help books. Um, some would just be calling them, you know, spiritual guides, you know, things like that, things to really get you focused on. Um, you know, basically overcoming the, the the problems that you have. I mean, I think everybody has some sort of mental obstacle as to why certain things can't be done. Um, you know, like, well, that would, it's going to take too long, or I don't have the skills or the talents to do that, or I can't I can't withstand the time and the pressure, blah blah blah. Books like this, you know, are often I often find are a really good read to just get you focused on, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we all, we all, we're all born with capabilities and potentials and, you know, tap into those, I think is what she's uh, going to be uh, talking about. So yeah, if she comes on, it'd be great to talk to her. Karen Goler, uh, her book, Lymphedemia, Sentenced to Life in Bed, But I Escaped. So it's real interesting. Um, and uh, I guess either we'll have her back on, on another show, or uh, we can just... Um, Take it from there. Yeah, that's great. But anyway, it's just, it's just I love I love stories like this because I'll tell you, you know, we've all been sick in times, and and there's nothing worse than, you know, you kind of feel woke me ish, and it's nice to hear stories where people actually overcome that, and and I mean, it looks like she's just gone above and beyond, and her fitness helped her heal, which is awesome. Well, my mom used to have a book along those lines. I remember she used to have a book called Tough Times Never Last but tough people do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was younger, I thought, wow, you know, what, you know, what's she going through? My mom must be going some, through some things. Now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I realize it's pro- it was probably us four kids driving her nuts. <laughs> and she's probably like, well, at some point they're going to be 18 and they're going to be out of here. So maybe that was her. I'm just saying. Uh, honey, it's what, you got it's what, four boys in the family? Yeah, your mom was going nuts. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, and uh, interesting, going back to my college days, um, one of my uh, one of my uh, great guru professors at Cal State Fullerton was Ken Revisa, who is now a sports psychologist. Well, I believe he's still a, a professor, by the way, but um, also a one of the most well-renowned sports psychologists in the country. But you know, he really uh, one of the books he had us read. Uh, and I remember at this time I was I was done playing professional baseball. I was back finishing my degree, and. Um, there was a class that I took, sports psychology, and um, basically he had us read a book written by another gymnastics uh, professor, Dan Millman. Hmm. Uh, and I believe, uh, don't quote me on this, I believe Dan Millman is also a professor up north somewhere, maybe Cal Berkeley. But, um, you know, check into that. But he had a book called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, which is was honestly viral. I mean, I read the book. It was a great read. Um, and I passed it around to my friends, my brothers, and that book went around. Uh, now, almost everybody I know, most of my friends, have actually read that book, so maybe this book's the same way. Yeah, awesome. Good stuff. Dan Millman, Way of the Peaceful Warrior. Check it out. Thank me later. Uh, and I think I was the last one to get the book, and I haven't finished it. Yeah, she, uh, right. I said almost everybody. I mean, she didn't... Uh, yeah, she didn't. Uh, hey, she doesn't need it. She's she's self motivated. Hey, she's know, a natural. I have so many, so much, so many things that I have to do and read and work related. 
I very rarely find time to read anything. If it doesn't say People Magazine on the cover, forget it. <laughs> or Us. Uh, People or Us. I like Us better. But no, I'm actually reading a, I'm not a big thriller book or mystery, but I am reading uh, it's a murder mystery on Martha's Vineyard. And I decided oh. the, the month of October, so I got, I got what, four, four or five days left, so I got to get cooking on the book. Mm-hmm. Halloween, scary, I thought I'd. I'd uh, do it. But, yeah, it's actually it's really interesting. And I think, for me, what I notice the books that I get involved in or I can really relate to are books where I've been to the place so I can visualize what the place looks like. I'm not like some readers where they can just completely, you know, do, do, uh, dive into a book and, and just, you know, relate to it. I have to have been somewhere when they're talking about it. So that's that's how I am. Awesome. But it's a good book, and it's kind of spooky. Ooh. Portions of the show are sponsored by the law offices of Steve Vondren. If you're starting a business, selling a business, need a social media lawyer, or have other business or real estate legal matters, you can find us on the web at attorneysteve.net. That's www.attorneysteve.net. Portions of... Alrighty, alrighty. So uh, that's about it for today. Um, we got to get running. Got lots of things to do. And uh, anyway, thank you for listening in uh, again. Thank you for our special guest, who saw my video. dot com, who saw my ad. dot com, I should say, mm-hmm. who saw my ad. dot com with hilarious video. <laughs> Please go to YouTube and Google that. Give USA two thousand and ten. Good information, spiritual information, motivational information. Karen Doler and her book, Lymphedema, Sentenced to Life in Bed, But I Escaped. Um, I think I mentioned Carson with Cognitive Films. Again, check it out. Beautiful, beautiful corporate video. Things for your needs there. Check that out. You're going to love it. And um, that's about it. I think we're going to head out for the day. And uh, as always... Uh, World Savings Wachovia Loans. If you have a pick-and-pay option arm, don't forget us. That's the only loans that we submit for loan modification on a no-advance-fee basis. You pay nothing, zero zilch, unless we get you a modification A and B, you sign the thing. Okay, so World Savings Wachovia, if you know anyone, you, your friends, family, you can do them a good service. We can submit for a loan modification. No guarantees, of course, because the uh, business is inherently unpredictable, but we have a pretty good track record of getting pretty good results for a lot of people. So, anyway, that's about it, and uh, we're going to head on out of here. You guys have a great, productive Wednesday, October 26, 2011. I'm going to close out with my disclaimer and then hit you with our closeout song. See you again next time. Steve and Lisa Show. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Have a nice day. We do not specifically endorse the product, services, website, and or companies mentioned on the show and assume no liability for their actions. All listeners need to do their own independent research before hiring any company for any purpose. The law says of Stephen C. Vonder and his licensed practice law in California and Arizona only serves clients in these two states. This is an advertisement and communication pursuant to the state bar rules. Any legal information on the show is general in nature, and if you have specific questions, you may want to discuss with an attorney in your area. The Stephen Lisa Show, copyright 2011, all rights reserved.